Welcome to the debut episode of And One with EJ. I'm your host, Ernest Christian, or also affectionately known as EJ by many of my you know, compadres and family members and my mom, who named me EJ in the first place, because she hated my name Ernest, apparently. I, I don't know. <laughs> How you guys doing? This is the uh, debut episode of N One. This is also the debut episode on the Huddle Up podcast. Can we call it a network now, I guess? You know, we have 505 with Mike Bernier. We have, you know, obviously, other shows, another Pike. You know, you, you guys know who I am. I'm the host of Earth Podcast. I'm also one-fourth, one-fifth, whatever, of the Hell Up Podcast. Um, every Tuesday, live the live show we do every Tuesday, which is, I've been saying all year long, it is probably my favorite podcast I do right now, currently. Of all the shows I do, I'm very much active in the podcast community. I've been doing this medium now for... Well over eleven years now. Enjoy it. I think it's, 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 take, it's take me places to you know, meeting people. Never thought I never thought I'd meet. You know, I've written for some you know other fairly high end uh, you know publications. You know, in in the past and you know all that. And, and I, I remember I, I used I used to cover the Miami Heat for a couple of years for Hot Hot Hoops, uh, SB Nation pod, uh, SB Nation uh, platform rather. So I've, I've had a history of a uh, of, of of this media thing for quite a while. So. You know, but I, I'm I'm excited about this. I'm really excited about this. Um, this is going to be a very short podcast, and this will be uh, uh, when I say short, I mean this is going to be something. This won't be a hour long show every week. It's a weekly show. It, it it'll be probably be max twenty minutes, maybe max thirty minutes at tops. But I don't see it's going more than thirty minutes. I see it being between on a short end ten minutes, on a long end maybe twenty twenty five minutes. This is something simple, and basically the the, the uh, object of the show is to touch on five things. That I see that I'm interested in in the NBA that week. And we're going to drop this show every Wednesday. We record this on Tuesday nights. We drop every Wednesday morning on the Hull Up podcast feed, of course. And uh, and that's just that. So let's get to the first thing on my mind right now as we uh, start this uh, debut of End One with EJ. And I'll guys, shout out again once again. Shout out to uh, Big Jim James Neese, who uh, is the you want to call him CEO, the host, the 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 dude, the band of uh, this feed. So we appreciate I appreciate uh, Jim for allowing me to do this on this on this feed. Uh, first thing, first observation in my mind here: the New Orleans Pelicans are a problem. Now, we're not surprised that New Orleans is good. I'm not surprised New Orleans is good at all. We all think when we all did our picks, and I went, I know when I did my picks and my you know what, what teams are doing, doing what play in teams, playoff teams, and the Pelicans. I had the Pelicans in the mix, not not necessarily being a top four team in the West, but being a team that could compete for being the top six and maybe going to play in. You know, not, not also assuming that Zion Williamson was, was going to stay healthy, and assuming that the pieces that you know this team, which at start of the year I think was. I can't remember what was it one and sixteen or two and sixteen last year? Made a late run, made the play in, made the play in, got into the playoffs, pushed Phoenix to six games, all without Zion, Williamson, and now this team is recording now is currently the number one seed in the Western Conference, and we're now in mid December. This folks, this team is for real, and as long as Zion Williamson stays healthy, as long as Brennan Ingram continues to play consistent, he's been doing that very well too. The, the depth of this team. CJ McCollum's playing well. 
as long as this team continues to do the thing and continues to, you know, obviously, look, there'll be, there'll be, there'll be bumps, of, bumps of bruises on the way. There'll be moments where they'll probably have slip ups. But if this team is in the Western Conference Finals this year, it would not surprise me. I said all along. The West feels wide open. It felt wide open coming into the year, and you're seeing it as such. Phoenix right now, while they're a top three seed in the West, I don't. I, I think the t- title window's closed. Memphis is, you know, sh- it was was a team last year that surprised everybody. Now it's New Orleans. Uh, I think Golden State, despite the, the slow start, they're they're still in the mix. You know, I know people say, "What well, about the Lakers?" No, Lakers. They, <laughs> look, I, I know they've played much better basketball last couple, last couple weeks. You can't rule out AD. You can't rule out LeBron, but they they lack depth still. This New Orleans team's a problem. And as long as Zion Williamson and, the, and that core stays healthy, uh, this team um, can be in the Western Conference Finals, and it would not surprise me at all. All right. Second observation here, and this is a little close to home for me. Is it time for the Miami Heat to blow it up? Is it time? Well, as of recording, um, the Heat are right now currently 13 to 15. Uh, the number ten seed uh, in the uh, number ten in the West, rather um, big win against Indiana on Monday night, in a place where historically they don't do well. Um, now look, the, the East is kind of after they get past Boston, Milwaukee, and I'll give you Cleveland also too. It's kind of a cannibalization, cannibalization going on. You know, teams are starting to figure it out a little bit. You know, Brooklyn's figuring it out a little bit. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, uh, you know, Philadelphia is you know they're they're there. You know they're 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 playing you know better basketball. James Harden's back, and the Knicks are playing good basketball right now. Hawks has come come down to earth a little bit. So is Indiana. Um, Miami, you know, three hundred fifteen. Now, are, are the Heat a playoff team? Yes. Are 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 they going to avoid the play-in? I'll say most likely they're gonna they're going to because they got enough pieces there to get the job done. You still got Eric Spoelstra as a top three five coach in the league. You know, I just think as long as this team is healthy, Jimmy Butler is healthy. You know, this team started slow because of health. Number one, you know, Jimmy Butler missed a chunk of games this year. Tyler Hero missed eight games start of the year this year. Okay, Bam has missed a couple of games here and there too. So this team has, hasn't really been healthy. But even when healthy, they've shown they've they've been inconsistent. Here it is in a week alone. In a week alone, they beat Boston. Okay, the Celtics team that's the best right now in the league, in my opinion, currently. You know, they lost a couple of games last week. You know, beat the Clippers. But they lose to the, the Pistons. They lose to the Spurs. Both at home, by the way, for the record. So really that. That's the thing that, that's, that's about this, this Heat team. It's like, they're not consistent. You know, and they got guys in our lineups. I still think the Heat will be in the mix for the playoff. But no way in hell am I calling them a, a title contending team. Like, they're not in the Milwaukee. This, Milwaukee and Boston has, has, grown, has blown past them now. Like, you can't be a Heat fan and say, oh, this team's going to compete and win the East. They may have the pieces to do it, but I don't know if I trust them now. I, I just think that the Celtics and the Bucks have taken another leap. I think the Cavaliers are, are here. I think the Nets are still dangerous. Uh, the Sixers are still going to be a problem once they get healthy. You know, so it, it comes down to consistency right now for this Heat team. And um, it's time to blow it up. <sighs> Not yet. And, and, and even if you said you want to blow it up, what are you going to do? Who are you going to trade? Because they got Jimmy Butler for another couple of years, you know. Bam, Bam signed an extension last year. Tyler Hero just signed an extension, signed a new contract this past summer. Okay, so they this is the core. This is what they got. This is who you build around it. You you got to put pieces around that, and hopefully that Jimmy can continue to play well. I mean, Jimmy's still playing great when he's on the court, but this is the team they have. You really can't blow it up, you know. 
I mean, Kyle. I mean, you have, you have no pieces to trade. Really, to be honest with you. I mean, Kyle Lowry is what it is at this point now. You know, so I don't know. So the Heat, you gotta be patient and hopefully this they, they can turn things around. Maybe add a piece or two, a Jay Crowder here, or maybe someone that that can help this team. You know, as you get to the dog days of the, of the NBA season. All right, number three, Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. Kind of disappointing start to the year for the Mavericks. Uh, um, right now they are currently number eight in the West. Uh, they are fourteen and thirteen. Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of high expectations for the for the Mavericks this year. You know, could this team go to the finals last year in the conference finals? But it's clear that this Mavericks team, Luka's great. Luka's in the conversation with MVP, but they're still missing something. I know they added Christian Wood during the year, you know, during the offseason rather, but they're missing something. And Luca needs a needs a wingman. But here's the problem with that, though. I know we, I keep hearing that. The problem with Luca getting a wingman is this: I don't know who you assign him a one. Just to start there, okay? And Luca, and I said this on another show. I think I said this on another podcast on my my main podcast, Earn Pink Podcast. Check it out, of course. Um, Jordan Plus last year. As great as Luca is, he needs a wingman. Yes. But the problem is he's the kind of player that you don't you, I, you don't really need a wingman in a sense that you need a number two like say LeBron had Dwayne Wade or Jordan had Pippen or Magic had Worthy or Kareem. But Luca, the problem is Luca's so ball dominant, and yet this team only wins because he is ball dominant. Dominant. You need to build this team probably in a way the Mavericks team that won a title in 2011. You know where you had Thurnovitsky. And a bunch of great pieces around him, oh, high high IQ guys around him, shooters and you know guys of that nature. That's the way you build around the Mavericks at this point. I don't think you can get a second guy who can dominate the ball because Luka Luka Doncic is so dominant with the ball anyway that it, t- it taking touches away from him doesn't help because he's the he's the he's the main creator of the team also the main creator of the ball at basketball too as well. So you, I don't think getting a guy. That needs the basketball to, to, to be, you know, once every three four possessions is going to help. You need someone. You need a team around him, around shooters and guys of that nature. Kind of, kind of like another example. You know, I use the Mavericks as an example for twenty eleven. How about the Rockets from twenty two uh, nineteen ninety three ninety four ninety four ninety five? You know, where they had Hakeem Olajuwon and then great pieces. Yeah, I, I know, yeah, I know they had Otto Storp one year, first year went to the finals and won a title. You know, but it had great pieces in Kenny Smith and Vernon Maxwell and those guys. And in '95, of course, you had Clyde Drexler come there. But Clyde was past his prime at that point, though. Clyde Drexler was was, was ring hunting at that point. So he needs he needs at this point he needs high IQ basketball players around him to succeed. Honestly, for this Dallas team to go to move forward. Okay, so I think that's just the problem with Dallas. Really, honestly, I I don't think a a another ball dominant wings gonna help him out. Honestly, number four. The Brooklyn Nets might have finally figured things out, for now anyway. Right now, they are 17-12. and 12. Um, They are number four in the East right now currently. They have won four in a row, eight last ten games. Kevin Durant is playing uh, playing well. Kyrie Irving is staying out of trouble. Ben Simmons, when he plays and when healthy, has been very good, actually. But again, we're not judging this Nets team by what they do between October and April. This team has judged what they do between April and June, if they even get to June. And last year, they they, they didn't get to May last year, <laughs> quite out loud. Going to got something with the Celtics. So, slow start this year. 
Okay, slow start. They fire Steve Nash a couple games in. Jacques Vaughn takes over as head coach. And he's like, he, you know, and it's funny. The turnaround started when Kyrie Irving got suspended for the, I mean, I don't have to do this again with the Kyrie Irving thing. We have to go through this again. He got suspended, you know, he, when he got suspended for the for the, uh, the, the post-antisemitic uh, tweet that he didn't tweet, but you, you know what I mean. You got to get on that. And this team turned things around from that point, and they've been playing better basketball ever since. And Kyrie Irving is fit back into the lineup, actually, you know? But can this team do it in when it counts? When it counts counts in April, in May and June? That's the question. Because this is probably going to be the last year this team play together. Because Kyrie Irving, he opted in. He's not going to get an extension. Probably not getting an extension at the end of the year. The Nets probably want nothing to do with him, barring a, winning a championship here at this point. So he's probably going to be gone after this year still. I think all the chaos that he's caused in the last couple of years between vaccine stuff and the vaccine mandates and not want to play and all that good stuff. So at this point, you know, this is an all-in year for the, for, the, for the Nets. You know, Ben Simmons, obviously, and he's fitting in a little bit here and there when he plays. And, of course, Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. So so the Nets are worth watching, but I just don't know if I trust them come April, May, and June. We gotta see more, but so far they've done a good job of recovering after a slow start this year, and they're fighting so five hundred now, and they're uh, starting to surge now. And finally, my fifth observation, observation, I'll just touch on it real quick. Through a third of the year now, we're into the season now. My MVP race, my MVP rankings right now, top three to me right now. Number one is Jason Tatum with a bullet. Jason Tatum is right now is running away with it right now. He's been fantastic. He has taken the leap that I was looking for. You know, we, you know, last end of the year playoffs, close to the finals, last year, he, to me, he entered the top ten. He was number eight, number seven on my list, somewhere in that mix. And right now, the way he's going, he's probably a top five player in the league. The way he's going. Um, so Tatum for me is number one. Uh, number two is Giannis, of course. You know, Giannis is great as always, and he's doing this on Chris Middleton, who just just got back to the team last week. Uh, Milwaukee's gonna be a problem still. Milwaukee's still a problem. It's funny. Well, we'll talk about Boston and New Orleans and all these other teams. Milwaukee kind of sounds on the feels on the radio right now. A little bit. My third MVP uh, candidate right now. My MVP uh, list is number three. I gotta give it to Zion Williamson, man. I just, I, just, I just got to. When you have your team playing at a high level, you beat Phoenix twice in the weekend, okay? And you're the main callus, and you're actually healthy, and you're seeing everything we saw, we everything we thought we would hear what, what, what would be of him. Um, it's a, uh, it's incredible. He's he's. I mean, this team is playing fantastic. Um, so right now it's Jason Tatum number one, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo number two, and it's uh, um, uh, Zion Williamson number three for right now my top three MVP candidates. I would put Luca there, but again, their team is hovering around five hundred. Can I can't do that? You know what I'm saying? I can't do that. Um, but that's really where I'm at now, MVPs. So again, this is N one with EJ. Again, thank you for coming to listen to this podcast. Um, you can listen to all my other work, of course. Subscribe if you like. First off, if you like to, if you like wrestling. Check out my other wrestling podcast, Take 3 Wrestling, with myself, Mikey B, who also has his own podcast on his feed as well, too. Uh, Big Jim, James Neese, and uh, Joe Lopez. Um, and, of course, my main show, Nerd Shaker Podcast. This, this, show, this show is my baby. This is my, my therapy, if you will. Nerd Shaker Podcast. Of course, all podcast catchers, especially when you see them on the work. You can check out my YouTube page at Ernest EJ Christian or YouTube.com slash at Ernest Christian on YouTube. So, again, we'll do this every week. We'll drop this every Wednesday morning. Um, here and one with EJ. Till then, enjoy your rest of the week. Enjoy NBA basketball, and we'll see you next week.